Cascade Hoops, Billy D, Coach Brian McDermott, Southern Oregon Raider. Welcome, Brian. What a great game last night. A rivalry game. Had everything you could possibly want. A, co- a, a controversial finish. A 36-point performance. Clutch plays down the stretch by your guys. And then uh, we even had assist gate. So, Coach, talk about that game last night. Well, you know, it, it, a little atypical, I guess, of, of some of our games at the start. It just, you know, we had a hard time getting going. and We didn't guard some some actions very well that, that uh, Oregon Tech was running. And and young Mr. Erickson was just lighting it up. And uh, until we got that thing slowed down, at least, it didn't look like we had much of a chance. But um it's kind of a, you know it's a typical one in in other ways uh, uh, between our, the two schools because they're scrapping like crazy and no no leads ever safe and um, you know we just kind of hung in. We're this I think it, this is a little bit tougher group we have this this year than we have the last few years and um, and they hung in there and found a way. Well, uh, definitely, and uh, boy, you've got a deep team this year that really played in last night. You know, Oregon Tech coming in a little bit chipped up. Uh, but boy, your guys hung in tight, never gave up. What I, you know, let's go to that finish. I want to talk about it, not the controversy. What impressed me, and I've told a couple people this this morning, if you look at that, the last seven, six seconds, just from a pure basketball fan standpoint, every mm-hmm. person on the court did exactly what they needed to do. Uh, you know, Oregon Tech executed that curl play perfectly. Mitchell Fink split the defenders, got the ball to Matt Van Tassel. And then Jordan Hunt, he didn't didn't fully commit to either guy until Van Tassel was coming down the baseline. And then he did what he had to do and took a no layup approach to to uh, Van Tassel and, you know, put the game in the referee's hand and the whistle came down your way. But boy, everybody on the court did their job. Uh, how did you see it, coach? Well, we had a we had a little I, I thought we were a little bit better prepared defensively on that play, and and we actually were. We we just we were just about to get Mitchell, think uh, stopped at half court with a with a double team, and it would have changed things a little bit. And my two guys, one of them tripped over the other one, and they both fell down at half court. Yeah. And so it became a you know at that point it was you know we were we were down to a couple of defenders and. Um, so I, I didn't feel real good about things at that point. Um, but we came over and made it, you know, I, it, it, the, the whole night was, a it was a physical night. It was physical inside it, it. You know, it was, that's the way it was called. And that's, and mm-hmm. you know, I think that's the way it should be called in those kind of games. Um, and we felt, you know, that the, the play at the end is a, you know, it, our guy's in there and he it appears as though he goes pretty straight up. Um, I don't have a great look at, uh, um, I know there's contact at the body, uh, but if you if you keep your verticality, then then they'll give you that. They'll give you a little contact in there. Uh, I don't know. It's like you know, I I, I watch the whole the whole game, and it's just it was a physical game, and you know, it, you can nitpick some things, but um, oh, just team, two teams really really competing, and um, I'm personally I'm glad when the officials let let you know they let players play during that that whole game there's a post guys were banging into each other a bunch last night and they and they i thought they i thought it was officiated pretty well so um you know it it, it came out that it came out on our side at the end but it could easily uh, not gone that way 
yeah, those end of game calls or non calls, or it's all going to depend on what color shirt you wore to the game, how you see it. Sometimes, you know, that one one play doesn't decide a game. I mean, your your guys showed a lot of heart. Uh, you had to be really, really proud, and and your your fans really came out to support you. Uh, you've got a couple tough games coming up this weekend, though. You're going to play uh, you and Oregon Tech both three games in four days. Yeah, it'll be three and four and five and nine <laughs> for us because uh, we played a couple last weekend too. And it, um, they're they're two good teams. They play a little bit different styles, and uh, you know it's going to test our depth. I I, I know I. We feel pretty good about our depth, and that that it helps us get through things like that. Um, but you know, this this is going to be a big test. Three games in in four days is hard, no matter how how much depth you have. And I, I feel they're bad for different. OIT. I feel bad for OIT going into it because they you know they're they've lost two pieces of of their of their depth, and so it, it may impact them a little bit more than it does us. Yeah, they uh, a month ago Oregon Tech was probably one of the deepest teams in the country, and uh, boy, the boy, how quickly things change in college basketball, don't they, Coach? Wow. Yeah, it's it's and it's there's just not much you can do about it. You don't have a whole lot of time to uh, to figure out what to do. You just got to go, and I, you know, it ends up your players end up playing a few more minutes, and uh, and that's it's tough in our league because you're everything's going to be a back to back, and and that, that makes it really right. tough. And with this one, you add add a third game in there, and it's it's really tough. I. You know, but we'll, we'll just have to figure it out. We'll play Friday night and uh, figure out what happens on Saturday. But we, we got to take care of Friday first. There's there'll be some matchup issues with us with both those teams, so we got to figure out how we're gonna how we're gonna uh, get over that. Uh, you know, as you said, they're two different teams. You know, Corbin to me has been kind of a bit of an enigma where they'll play very well and you know just lose a game that they probably shouldn't lose. Uh, I haven't really figured them out, uh, but Northwest. Christian, you can figure them out. They're young and they're talented, and when they get it all together, boy, they're going to be really tough. Yeah, they're the the thing with them is that they've got they've got five kids out there, and they're out there sometimes together. But they've got five five guys out there that can all put it on the floor and they can all shoot it, and it, it it's just sort of a bit of a nightmare to try to guard because uh, you you're always you're always wondering if you're helping too much or not enough, or you know, can you stay in front of this guy? Can you stay in front of that guy? It's it's really hard. And and three of those guys are freshmen, and so you uh, know, yeah, because if we're worried about it this year, imagine how worried we're going to be in two years. Uh, they're going to be a force to be re- uh, reckoned with. Uh, he went out. Uh, Eddie Eddie Alexander went out and really did a good job. And you know, Mitch has put together a good team and. You know they could they could uh, make a little bit of noise yet in the conference. So Corbin has a, a great program as well. Yeah, they're very talented. They're and they and they're deep as well. They just they just haven't quite fit together yet. Yeah. Uh, but but they're they've got talent. There's not there's not a lack of talent. So uh, yeah, there's there's a you know there's six weeks left. I think you know you'll hear from them before it's over. Uh, I just hope we don't hear from them Friday night. Yeah, this weekend, right? Coach, I just want to tell you congratulations. A great win for your program. You know, I'm an OIT guy, so uh, uh, last night I had a little bit worse night than you and your fans did. But, boy, you got to love the rivalry. I appreciate you taking the time to speak to me today, Coach. Thank you very much. All right. Well, have a good day. And uh, I don't know what it's doing where you're at, but we're getting a ton of snow right now. <laughs> but we, we Those uh, games may not be Friday, Saturday. They may end up being Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
Okay, Coach, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time. I always enjoy talking to you. Thank you. All right. You're welcome, man. Cascade Hoops, we got Justin Parnell, Oregon Tech head coach. Uh, lost a heartbreaker last night over in Ashland to Southern Oregon. Uh, coach, you're a little bit nicked up going into the game. Uh, nicked up might not be the word, but you went in shorthanded. It took you like a day and a half to get to Ashland. And uh, then you lose a really tough one-pointer yesterday. Uh, just talk a little bit about last night. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you know, Southern Oregon's a great team and uh, really well-coached. Uh, played played really hard last night, and I was just really impressed with them. They were, they were really good, and um, but yeah, it was a it was an interesting trip getting over there. We got stuck on the mountain pass for five hours, and uh, it's a 79 mile drive, and it took us almost seven hours uh, to get to Ashland, and had to stay the night, grab a quick hotel, and um, turn around and and play the the next day. Um, and uh, yeah, heartbreaking game, but. You know, with us nicked up, we've, you know, first game of the year, we lost Kellen Gehrig, who is a really good player for us. Um, and then in the last week, we've lost Kyson Faust, um, kind of the heart and soul of this group. And then um, Tyler Heed, we lost just the day before the uh, Southern Oregon game. So, you know, three good players that we've lost for the year. And But I was just really impressed with our guys last night. And, um, you know, I thought I thought they executed the offense really, really well. Uh, our bench was great. We were into it, um, you know, and had a 17 point lead and just, you know, they really hurt us on the offensive rebounds and the hustle plays. And, um, you know, we missed a couple of free throws down the stretch, which was uncharacteristic of us. And they made a great Aaron Borch made a great play. And, um, you know, the rest is history, but you know, I really liked the way we competed in a big time road game. Hey coach, talk a little bit about Seth Erickson. I, I always say, uh, you know, he's the most efficient player in Oregon Tech history, and I, I really believe that. Uh, he he scores 36 last night. You knew he was going to have a breakout game. You could just see it coming. Uh, boy, he, he's just a – he can really play basketball. Yeah, he's really efficient. Um, and, you know, that first 30 minutes uh the game last night, he was pretty incredible. And, you know, I think – He's used to playing about 25 to 27 minutes a game. It's kind of where we want to keep him. And um, you know, last night he played more like 30, 32, and along with a lot of our guys. And I think the fatigue set in on him a little bit, but he was absolutely incredible. He was hitting contested deep threes and kind of put us on the on his back for a little while. He's he's really had a great last month of practice, um, and he's been playing really well in the games. But last night I thought he took it to a different level, and you know he was just he hit some incredibly tough shots and um, really maybe one of the finest performances that, that I've been around as a coach. You know, coach, I talked to uh, uh, coach Mack about the same thing that uh, uh, that final play of the game and not so much the controversy, because I know there was a lot of back and forth and, you know, the calls, the call and the game's over. But if you look at the final six seconds of that game, just from a pure basketball standpoint, uh, everybody on the court did what they needed to do. Uh, I thought you guys executed that curl play, whatever you call that curl play, where you got that ball to think on a run. He got the ball up the court. He's a magician with the basketball. Van Tassel uh, runs down the baseline, looks for all the world like he has an open dunk. But, you know, Jordan Hunt does exactly what he needs to do. He follows the no layup rule, 
does what he has to do to keep Van Tassel from getting to the rim and just put the game in the referee's hands. And, you know, the call went against you. But uh, everybody on the court did what they had to do. Yeah, they did. You know, their their possession was, uh, you know, really, really nice. I mean, they came down with, you know, 18 seconds to go down one, and, you know, they didn't panic. And, you know, Boric ran a nice little slip of a screen and kind of got us on our heels and made a really tough shot um, going down the middle of the key, banked it in. Uh, I thought Scotty Burge did a great job defending it, and Harrison Steiger flew in. He had about three hands in his face and and scored it. And he's a big shot kind of guy. He's he's just a really good player. And so you know they they had, they ran a great possession. I thought we had a great defensive possession too. And uh, we ran our play that we, we we run a lot at the end of games. And um, you know Fink beat the beat the defense down, and we had a two on one. And uh, I think it was actually uh, Tate Hoffman. Who, Paul Hoffman. Okay, you're right. Who was in the play? And I mean, I I obviously it's a good thing you didn't call me last night and ask me about the the play. <laughs> my head my head probably wasn't in the right mindset. But um, you know, we obviously we wanted the foul and we thought it was a foul. But if it was reversed uh, and we were the team on defense there, we we probably would have said it was clean. So it I had the luxury of watching it in slow motion where I thought it was a foul but the game's not played in slow motion and there's a bang right. bang play and um you know and Hoffman did he, he rose up and um contested it and he did a great job I thought um I thought Hoffman really played well for them the last five minutes he made a lot of big plays a lot of hustle plays um just like a senior should so um you know as much as we wanted a different um result there on that last play you know that's not where we lost the game we we were up 17 and, and um, you know, had had chances to put them away and you know, we didn't rebound or play as tough as we needed to. And, and Southern really rose to the occasion and did just that. So coach, it isn't going to get any easier. You got a couple uh, games that are com- two completely different teams, uh, Corbin and Northwest Christian. Uh, both of them are scary. Both of them uh, can definitely put a hurt on you, even there at Danny Miles court. Uh you know, it's going to be three games in four days, Coach. Uh, how do you think that's going to affect you with the shortened bench? Well, I mean, I'd like to think that our guys are competitors and, and they'll fight through whatever um, they need to to fight through. But a lot of teams play with a shorter bench. We just we've been fortunate. You know, played last year our rotation was twelve guys, and um, you know, a lot of guys didn't have to play a lot of minutes, and and we got up and down the floor every possession, made or missed shot. Um, so. You know, we've been pretty fortunate over the last couple of years. And, and now we went from, you know, in September playing 10, 11 guys. Now we're playing seven and, you know, eight at some point. Eight, the eighth guy play a few minutes. But um, so we kind of had to change our philosophy. And, um, you know, we probably won't be as running team as much uh, as we have been in the past just because, you know, the way you can't do that for if you're playing 30, 35 minutes. And we our wings, we try to keep down around – 20 to 22 and now they're having to play 35. So we're going to change our philosophy a little bit. Um, so this weekend's really, you know, Northwest Christian and Corbin are two really good teams. And, um, you know, in, in a normal weekend, we're probably really prepping and breaking down, you know, how we want to guard people and what we want to exploit. But really, I think getting ready for this weekend is more about how are we going to adjust what we're doing and our system and, and our kind of a change in philosophy to fit, you know, the guys that we do have now.
Um, and I do think last night was a good first step uh, of where we want to be. We, we really executed in the half court and we hit shots. Um, so we just got to figure out, you know, where we're going to go from here and, and, and how to be the best version of, you know, Oregon Tech basketball. Well, everybody in Klamath Falls, as well as everybody all across the Cascade Conference, get out this weekend and see this basketball. I say it all the time. This is some of the best basketball in the nation. And uh, it's the best entertainment value in America. It won't, there's no place in the conference or even in the NAI that will charge you more than 10 bucks to get in the game, and it's usually a doubleheader. So uh, fill Danny Miles Court and just fill every, fill every venue across the nation. Uh, be, be great for, to support these student-athletes. Justin, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy, three games in four days, but th thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Hey, you bet. And again, appreciate all the coverage of NAI Hoops. It's great to see. And, and more importantly, thanks for being a great Oregon Tech fan and a friend. Okay, Justin, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you.